Previously on Wove Inspiration. That I needed to learn to have joy on the journey. Mm. That joy and happiness were not the same thing. That happiness was based on circumstance, but joy was found in him and in knowing that he would make all things right in his time. Amen. This is Wove Inspiration. Here to inspire, encourage, and uplift. This is Wove Inspiration's Monday Morning Motivation. I am your host, Althea Richardson, and I am so blessed and fortunate to have this special guest on my show uh, today. Um, She is a multi-talented individual who is she actually has two businesses. Uh, one of the names of her businesses is FH Designs. The other one is, is it Scenic Media? Is that correct? Okay. Scenic Media. Yes, that's correct. <laughs> okay. And, um, and so she is also the author of Lupus Journey, which is a coming of age men, uh, memoir that talks about what she went through with lupus and the challenges she's faced um, after she graduated from high school, college, and trying to live a normal life. Francine Houston, thank you so much for being on the show today. How are you doing? I'm doing good. Okay. Okay. So um, tell the audience just a little bit more about yourself. You're a fashion designer and an author. How long have you been doing fashion? Um, I say, I think about 12 years now. Well, I started, I went to, um, fashion school like at 26. So okay. from now to then, it's been like 12 years. Mm-hmm. What made so, you yeah. decide to get into the, uh, the fashion business? Well, I don't know how you explain it. I, I graduated with a graphic design degree in 2005 and I started my business up with that that year, but I was in prayer because it started slowing down and God told me to go to fashion school. And I was okay. like, you know, I was thinking to myself, like, I just finished the other degree, but I just went on ahead and went, like you said. I didn't know I was going to start the, you know, the clothing line and all that type of stuff. I just, I just started, I just went later on that year in 2006, like the next year so. Okay. And so you have been doing, you said since, uh, for 12 years in the fashion industry? I think so about 12 years. I, I've been, I've been going to school. I went to school for it. Um, a little bit before that, while I was in graphic school, I worked for a clothing line back then. Mm-hmm. Um, but I was their graphic designer in the, in the, in their industry, but I was learning fashion then. Okay. So I mean, it may have been longer than that because I, I started working there in 2004 so I have kind of been in fashion for a while I just I really didn't count it because I kept on saying well I was doing graphics but I technically I was working for a brand <laughs> but right. I was doing a graphics for them so I guess you could say yeah because after a while they was like well we need you to do a flash for it we need you to pick out the fabric for the outfit so technically I was kind of I was still dabbling in fashion so I guess it is longer than that maybe like more than 12 to 15 years I don't know okay but, I've been an industrial sewer for um, the last three years. Oh, wow. Okay. And so um, I was actually 
just on your Facebook page, and I happened to notice that you uh, were uh, participated in a fashion show. Some of your designs were mm-hmm. uh, in the fashion. So, uh, oh, so where was that at? Actually, I did two back to back. It was one inside of a mall, okay, um, in, in Burton, and um, we was inside the Sloan Museum. So we had like the cars on one side, we had the dinosaurs in the other. We was way in the back. And you feel like we had the fashion show, but at the end, it's kind of like when you at the mall, you can order the clothes. So it's like if you want to buy the clothes, you can, you know, do the order for them. Oh, and then cool. the other one, it was at a, um, it was at a hotel. So we kind of like took a part of the, um, part of the hotel and they made like this room. It was like, it seemed like everything was white in the room. I was like, wow. <laughs> and um, we did. I'm serious just because they had like a bridal, a bridal shop there too. So it was like, it looked like I was like it looked like somebody get married in here, but <laughs> I still, you know, we did the fashion show in there, yeah. and um, they had like a bridal people there too, so it kind of matched their theme because they was wearing all white. But um, we had a vendor after that, so I the the one show I just had the video, so the okay. next show they actually gave me to still shot. So I kind of I would say I kind of needed both. I kind of did because mm-hmm. I had to. I wanted to show them, I, I wanted to show the video, but I wanted to show the pictures of the actual, you know, just steal pictures of the actual jacket. So right. people might, might want to buy them. So. Yeah. And I act, I saw uh, one of the jackets, I think it was a black and white one. Um, and it was a still, oh, yeah. a still shot. And that was a nice jacket, real nice. Thank you. Yeah. yeah, yeah. Thank you. So you also have um uh you have another business and, and it's called scenic, uh, scenic media. Um tell me a little bit mm-hmm. more about that. That one um I used to just do stuff for people I knew um a while back mm-hmm. and I just wanted to make it like established um as a business. So my cousin gave me the name Scenic. She took like my um uh, nickname Scene and just said put like scenery or scenic Okay. And then, um, then we just made it. First, it was graphics, but I made it media because I was gonna need the media when I, you know, do the books and stuff. Right. But um, it came about just as services. I I didn't have products back then. I just had services. I had ideas for T-shirts, but I would just do a service for people if they needed graphics, if they needed um, they needed flyers. I used to help. Um, one I call him my brother. He had like this thing, friendship production. I used to help him do all the stuff for friendship production. Okay. Um, when he, you know, besides him doing stuff, so it was just a service back then. And then once I published um, Ruby's Journey in 2016, that's when I, I mean, I added products. So it was just it was service and products. Okay. Okay. And so, um, in addition to everything that you're doing, you are a part of the, uh, or a member of the lupus, uh, uh, in Detroit because you are a lupus mm-hmm. survivor. So, um, tell me how has it been with your lupus in that you, you know, you had to do, not only you were doing a lot of schooling and everything, but, mm-hmm. you know, just living life. How, how has that been going for you? Um, with all of this going on, I've, I've been, I'm in remission right now. Cause I just went to the doctor like this past, um, this past Monday, Okay. but I still have to watch my health a lot. Um, right. I try to go to the meetings for lupus. I haven't went, 
since July. So I guess I, I'm better just go back to leave for the party this year. But mm-hmm. I try to um, connect with her as well and talk to other lupus people. But so far, I just, I've been doing better. It's all, I've been watching my diet though now, mm-hmm. too. Okay. And so, um, you know, you're, you were real close to your grandmother and I'm just, I'm going um, mm-hmm. based on your, um, your bio. And so how did you come to find out that you had lupus? Um. I would say later on that year, because she died the year I started having symptoms. She she died in July, and um, by December, um, my cousin was doing my hair, and I had like a um spot in my head, mm-hmm. and I was like, "What is that?" Like I didn't know what it was. So we went to I had like a pediatrician. I went there. They just thought I had ringworm, and they gave me some shampoo to wash hair out with. Mm-hmm. And I had my AC wash my hair all the time. And my hair was just kept on coming out. I was like, what is this? Like, I thought it was something I was eating. I didn't, I didn't know what it was. And so when I, when I was about to go to Washington with my class, because I was in high school, my face broke out the day I, w- I was about to go to Washington. And they was just like, you should just stay home. Oh, wow. <laughs> I was real sick. I was cramping. I was like, I'm going to go anyway. Mm-hmm. I didn't know I needed sunscreen. I passed out as soon as I went to Washington. I had like my, I had my friend, um, Takesha with me. She was just trying to watch out for me, but they gave me like, um, this cream to help my face stop itching. It was like, as soon as you get home, go to the doctor. Like they had to call my mother when I was there. Yeah. And I was like, oh my God, I didn't know what it was. And we went, she was like, okay, you got to go to a dermatologist. We don't even know what this is. So mm-hmm. when I went to a dermatologist, they gave me a blood test. And they took, like, a piece of my skin because my, my skin was, like, raising off my face. It was that bad. So they just took a piece of my skin because it felt like it was peeling off. Uh-huh. And that's when I found out I had lupus. And I was like, what is lupus? And can it, like, can I, can I get rid of it? Because I'm used to getting sick. You know, like, you get sick. Okay, right. you got the measles. You have the mumps. You take something and you get better. But right. with this stuff, like, no, it's an autoimmune disease. So I was like, so am I attacking myself? Like, I was trying to figure out what this thing was. Not When I got diagnosed, my sister was in school um, for, like, medicine. So she just took it upon herself to start looking up what this thing was. Okay. So that's when I started understanding what lupus was. Because for a while, I didn't understand it. I'm trying yeah. to look online. It was like a mystery because nobody really talked about it back then. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. And this was during uh, when you were in high school when you found out about mm-hmm. this. Yeah, okay. I was just about to graduate. I was just like, it was like the, it was, it was basically that year, the year I was about to graduate, and I thought wow. because I was like grieving so hard over my grandmother because I was really sad. Mm-hmm. I was trying my hardest not to be sad. I mean, I think I had some high moments and stuff, but I was that summer. I was really sad that she was gone. Like. Yeah. I just mope around the house. I cry. I call my aunties and other states. I was just, I just went myself, and nobody wanted to talk about it. Mm-hmm. I mean, nobody wanted to talk about her death, nothing. And I just made it worse for me because I was like, y'all don't want to talk about it. So I have all these feelings bottled up inside, mm-hmm. and they just, it was just getting worse. <laughs> so yeah. I was just like, and next thing you know, I started getting sick. Mm-hmm. So when was the the turning point for you when you said, you know what, um, 
I'm I'm dealing with this, but I have to keep going forward. The turning point. Um, I don't know. I think the turning point for me, I guess it's like after I graduated and I sat there and I was looking between, you know, going to college and stuff. And me and my sister used to always go to do exercising. Mm-hmm. I had to start thinking. I, I went, you know, I went, I just went to a community college because I couldn't really go to like a big college yet. Right. But after a while, it's like I had to force myself to get out of this thing. Mm-hmm. And by the time I graduated from the community college and I went, I went to the art school, that's when I really tried to shake it up. It was like it, the in-between stage because they, they allowed me to go traveling. So I went, I went to London and then I went to Fiji. And I think by, by the time I went to Fiji, I was like either 20 or 21. Uh-huh. That's when I started being happy. That's okay. when, I, you know, that's when I just, I decided not to let this stuff get to me. I was at my happiest moment. It was like, Francine is just glowing. She's just so happy. Like, I didn't have, I just felt like, you know, I'm going to an unknown country mm-hmm. doing all this stuff for this school. Like, that That was my last year at that school before I went to the other art school. I was at my happiest. Like, I went thinking about a lot of stuff, even though I still had the medicine to take. They, they time zone was different. So, every day at 2 o'clock, regardless of what time zone, I was on U.S. time zone. I still had to take my medicine. Mm-hmm. I still had to do all this stuff. But I just just kept on going. Mm-hmm. I was just like, you know, I'm just going to enjoy my life by then. I mean, mm-hmm. I was allowed to travel. I was enjoying myself. I just said I was going to enjoy my life. Yeah. And and it's and, and I'm sure that, you know, there were a lot of um, difficult times for you as well. But, you know, it, it, you get to the point where it's like, at some point, I have to start living. I have to start, you know, doing what whatever it is that I'm supposed to do, whether it was, you know, fashion design or, you know, whatever it was that, you know, God had put mm-hmm. on your heart to do, you had to push your way through to live, to keep keep moving forward yeah. is what I always say. So that is just, that's awesome. So now that you're, you're out and about and, you know, um, doing the, the recent fashion shows and everything, what, what mm-hmm. are some of your, um, your plans? Like I would say like in the next for 2019. For 2019, um, I plan on publishing a third book but it was okay. gonna be um just some a lot of poetry, short stories. Mm-hmm. Um I plan for for my clothing line. I wanted to go to New York Fashion Week, but I have a business coach, so I'm trying to make sure, you know, this is the best move for me. But I I, I wanted to travel with my with my brand and with my books if possible. Because okay. I know um I know it's a lupus Detroit or not lupus Detroit, I know it's a lupus chapter in Ohio and I posted with there a long time ago and I never did and as far as FH designs I was asked to go to Chicago um, not Chicago I was asked to go to New York and Florida at one time but I ended up having a relapse and had to be on dialysis Mm -hmm. so I wasn't able to go so I'm like I wanted to pick up I I basically want to pick up where I left off I don't know how hard that would be but you know to pick up where I left off it and try to pick it up to um, where I thought it should be at. Yeah. yeah. Um, so yeah. You, you've written a book and it's called Lupus 
journey and like i said it's about Mm -hmm. um you know it talks about what you went through with lupus so give me a little bit more um information about your book okay um the book well i just did a coming of age um i talk about i talk about my journey um i started off the last year of me being in high school Mm-hmm. The introduction it talks about my parents, my grandparents, and um, I just talk about like the people I met, uh, how the the illness affected me while I was in school. Like when I was at CCS or even IIT, I think it was CCS. It was like I was really stressed out, like a lot, because that was like the hardest art school I went to. It's like they they rank my sister call it the um, the art school for med for medical students because you don't sleep. Oh wow! And they 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 ranked it up to how Yale is, how Yale don't people don't sleep at Yale. I wasn't getting sleep there. Like I got really unhealthy. It was bad. Like my sister was health. Like she was going to school for health. So uh-huh. her being my roommate helped me out. I felt like I was living with a doctor or something. She was like, Oh wow! You need to go to bed. She <laughs> just yeah. me I'm like, Yeah, my mom. I'm like for medical purposes. <laughs> You need to go to sleep because she's like, between 10 and 2, your body actually, like, repairs itself. But you try to stay up all night, not going to help you. Yeah. So it was just weird. Like, her being there, like, she helped me a lot. Mm-hmm. Like, it's like she'd be saying, like, I studied what this medicine does to you. I look like, okay, that's that's nice, whatever. And she was like, do you want to know what it does? Like, it was like every five minutes, like, it was like living, and she was a researcher, too. Okay. So living with her being around research and like getting at me, you should eat this. What are you eating that for? Like, oh my God. She had people spy <laughs> on me a lot. She was like, Francine eats salt. So she'll get people around and make sure I wasn't eating salt. Because back then it was just salt was like the biggest thing for me. I had to have a low sodium diet. And now it's like way more factors now. Yeah. And people yeah. coming to me like, I hope you ain't putting salt on your food. I was like, you just talking with my sister. <laughs> Because obviously, she's trying to make sure I'm taking care of my health. I was like, no, I didn't put salt on my food. I'm doing okay. But that helped me out. So, like, throughout this whole book, you'll probably see me and my sister in here doing something or or me watching my other siblings um, a lot. And our journeys of us going to to college and not being too stressed out because, you know, she was in medical. So, mm-hmm. you know, she dealt with bronchitis sometimes. So I don't think I put bronchitis in here with her, but yeah. I just had like lupus flare-ups and then she'd be, have to take me to emergency and stuff. Wow. So, they, yeah. It sounds like you, you and your sister are very, very tight. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> Well, she took it sound like she got you through a whole lot through this getting through college too. <laughs> I know, I know. She was like, "This is it. Once you graduate, we gotta go our separate ways." I was like, "Really?" She was like, "This is enough." I was like, "But Doctor Houston." She was like, mm-hmm. "I was like, dang, okay." Wow. So <laughs> funny. So, what suggestions do you have for? For those that, you know, they may have a dream or a mission that they want to accomplish, but, you know, they may have some obstacles like health problems that may hinder them from um, 
being able to go forward in, in what God has for them to do. Just so don't let it stop them. Cause it was yeah. a lot of stuff that happened to me. Um, when I first got sick, like I got real sick the day I graduated um, high school and I ended up in the hospital and the doctor was telling me, I don't know how long you're going to live. He was like, you keep on having flirts like this. He was like, I just buried somebody 21. I was only 18. I was just like, okay. And it's like, I had to keep on thinking this in my mind. And I had people around me was like, well, you might not make it to 25. You might make it to 30. And now I'm like 38. You might not make it to 40. And I'm looking like, so if I'm not going to make it to all these ages, I might as well just live my life as if, you know, what what happens the next day. So mm-hmm. I kind of, I kind of just would say to, to, um, I always say do it afraid, but I would say just to, um, don't let those things stop you. Cause it was, it was a lot of times everybody would look at me when I was going to school. Like sometimes like my body would change forms. Like when I first went to school, I had, my legs was leaking a lot mm-hmm. of fluid and mm-hmm. I go to school and I couldn't even wear regular shoes. I had to wear moccasins oh, and wow. like I would wobble to school. I wobble home. <laughs> my sister, we didn't have a car back then. We would take the bus to school. We would mm-hmm. take the bus home until, like, I don't know when year we end up getting cars. Or she ended up getting cars, and I got one. Mm-hmm. And people just look at us like they look at me and her, and be like, y'all just determined. Like y'all not letting this stuff get to you. Yeah. And it took it took me a little longer to get my bachelor's. It took me seven years to get my bachelor's because I switched schools. Mm-hmm. But at the same time, I was still dealing with being sick. Mm-hmm. And I, they were just looking like y'all taking too long. Like you, especially taking too long. I'm looking like, well, I'm going, I'm going to finish. I know it's taking me a long time, but I'm going, you know, I'm going to finish it. Right. And it, I just didn't let it stop me. Mm-hmm. And that's so. the whole thing. It's like you know, even though you may have some some obstacles blocking you, the whole point is is continue to move forward. If it take you ten or mm-hmm. fifteen years to get to finish your bachelor's the bottom line is you trying to finish it and when you do it's still Mm -hmm. rewarding and it's still you you still doing good so i commend you because you know there'll be some people that'll be like you know what i can't i'm not gonna do this I'm, i'm i'm tired and and i'm i'm tired of being sick and and some people at get to that point where it's like i can't and i and they give up but you know, yeah. this is this is the whole point of, of, of Wove Inspiration is that you cannot give up. You cannot give up. There mm-hmm. are people out there that are, you know, worse off than you. And God has a way of showing us every now and then he'll see. Do you see that person right there? That could be you. And that's for me. Mm-hmm. I'd be like, OK, I'm on. I need to get on up and stop trying to, you know, start tripping and stop tripping and everything because. um yeah it's way worse than i am so praise yeah. god for you praise god for you so how can people reach you oh they can go to my uh i have a website called com for the books um if they even want the clothes it's com, or they can do my uh, my gmail at frenchinghouston at gmail.com Okay. And your book is on Amazon as well, right? Yes, it's on Amazon as well. Awesome. Awesome. 
Well, Francine, it has been a pleasure and an honor to have you on my show today. Um, you are definitely an inspiration to a lot of people um, and, and definitely an, an inspiration to me as well, because, you know, it just goes to show that you there are no limits and you can't allow things to stop you from uh, doing mm-hmm. what, what God has for you to do. So I truly thank you for being on the show today. Yeah, well, thanks for having me. (laughs) You are so welcome. This is Althea with Wove Inspirations. You guys have an awesome day and God bless. Thank you so much for listening to this podcast. If you'd like to follow us, we are on Facebook at W-O-V-E Inspiration, as well as Instagram, W-O-V-E 2005. You can also leave us a comment, question, or if you would like to be a guest on this show, you can contact me at wove2005 at yahoo.com. This is Althea Richardson. I hope you guys have an awesome day and keep moving forward.